Hello and welcome. I am so glad you're here. I'm Beth, a creator-based coach with CMH Coaching for Life. I'm here today to help you and those you love create a life you feel grounded and at home in. Think of a life where you feel peace, love for those around you, and in a flow with just enough challenge to keep you happy and creating something wonderful. Sounds like magic, but it's not. You can create that life every single day. You can have a life full of love, excitement, hope, and creation. Our mission at CMH Coaching is to flood the earth with light through compassion, mindfulness, and hope. And I'm going to ask a favor of you. If you like what you see and hear today, think of someone you know that would enjoy and benefit from this message. Our mission is to flood the world with compassion, mindfulness, and hope. Share this with them. But for now, this is time just for you. So settle into whatever you're doing and enjoy this time with the girls where we create that one awesome, amazing, perfect life every one of us is seeking. about that tapping meeting on Saturday? Wasn't oh that, my. that jump start? Loved, loved, loved it. Thank you so much, Jen. That, You're welcome. Yeah, so, so powerful. Do you want to tell your quick story about your asthma attack? <laughs> I think people would love to hear it. Yeah, I just am like, so I am dealing with really kind of like some early asthma osteoporosis, what I shouldn't have, but I've come to find out that my asthma medicine I've been on for like 20 years, it's an inhaled um, corticosteroid, um, does something to your bones. It creates brittle bone. And so I'm like, that's another piece of the puzzle coming together. So I've gone off of that to try and heal my bones. And, be, and I'm still gonna, I'm going to be going to see a asthma analogy person, but I've come off that. And so I've noticed that my lungs are getting tight and I'm having to use my rescue inhaler more. Um, and I, Sunday was, I got up and got ready for church and I had to use it. And I'm like, I don't want to use it more and more. And on the way to church, I started to have another asthma attack. And I was just like, this is just not, not good. And so I started to tap it out. I did the protocol that I taught and I tapped out and it was more of like the tightness in my lungs I'm feeling right now. I didn't call it asthma because I was like, my body maybe doesn't know what that is. So I'm just going to focus on the tightness in my lungs and tapped it out. And it worked. <laughs> it's I went through it three times. I went through it three times. And I was like, I don't have the tightness. It was just like fascinating to me. And so I have just been like diving down that rabbit hole of like, Here's my list of things that I want to work on now, you know, so try it on everything, right? Yeah. Try it on everything, there, how it goes. Yeah. There are so many things that we've been given so many tools that are so natural that our body recognizes and understands. It's, it's incredible. And it's been so cool to tap into, tap into those. <laughs> tap into those. I'm tapping into that. Tapping into it. And if you guys didn't look, just you girls, if you haven't looked at the post that it's going to be a good day post with the guy tapping, take 60 <laughs> seconds and watch it and dance with it because his beat is so good and his tapping <laughs> is so fun. Yeah. 
just cracked me up. I just love it. It came in my email this morning from Nick Ortner. I just love it. So, so fun. All right, let's get down to business. This is our very last week to do confident connections. Oh, we want to make sure that we really have covered everybody and talked about everybody. And then we're going to start talking about new stuff next week and it'll be really fun. But for this week, our last focus is confident connections. And we are talking about my loudest inner critic this week, Rhonda, the rules girl. And she is the girl that routinely will stand up in the middle of whatever I'm doing, whether it's a podcast or whether it's a church talk or whether it's writing something or whether it's in a group of friends and she'll say, you're doing it wrong and interrupt my flow of thought. You're doing it wrong. And like suck out my self-confidence and just distract me. So I've learned some things to work with Rhonda. Do you guys have somebody like that? An inner critic that's either you're doing it wrong or you did it wrong. You might know her from other names. She might be Sally Sadness because the event is past and you regret what happened. Um, she might be Rita Rebel. My Rita Rebel gets noisy. She might be Tina, take care of me. My self-pity queen, right? Oh, they all hate me. Just take care of me. Or she might be, look at me, Lucy. She could be anything, but she's a rules girl primarily. And she's telling you that you're doing it wrong. One of the way. What's mine up? shows up as, mine shows up as, <laughs> Debbie, you did it wrong. It was like, <laughs> I love that. Debbie, you did it wrong. So it's, so it's not like when I'm doing it, she's like, oh, you're doing it wrong. No, it was like after the fact, oh, by the way, you did it wrong. Are you could have done it better, you know, things like that. And I'm all like, ah, you know, because in the moment, maybe I had the, you know, I was working on having the confidence or I knew what I was doing or I thought, I, you know, and then after the, after the fact, it starts to be the doubter and that you did it or, or even you did it wrong. I'm like, what? Was there a right way to do it? Or was it just, so, I just did it. Yeah. 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 Mm. I know Flora, the floyer is a big part because of the Debbie, you did it wrong. Because Flora's mm -hmm. keeping track. Here's the, here's the evidence that you did it wrong. Served up on a platter for you. That's right. That's right. right. Yeah. Yeah. And mine is mine is really different. So like when you when you post post this to us, Beth, mine I've been paying attention this week, and mine comes out with just just a stupid example this morning. I have my routine of how I open up the blinds because we've got a lot of windows in our house and we open and close the blinds. So right. I started to open the blinds in a different room out mm -hmm. of my routine, right? Uh -huh. Out of the routine. And it was like, wait, you can't do this. This is wrong. Uh -huh. This is not the right way to do this. Uh -huh. You must follow the rules. The rules say this, right? <laughs> And I'm like, what does it matter? This is what? Not so, only that, yeah. but I'm the one that made the rules. Yes. <laughs> right? And why did I make that dumb rule? Like, I don't even know, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. How interesting. I have had that same thing, though. Um, I When I was raising all the kids, when everybody was home, I was an expert at efficiency. I mean, with nine kids, you kind of have to be an expert at efficiency or you sink. And so everything I did, I would try to do as efficiently as possible. And then we had fewer and fewer kids as everybody grew, grew up and moved out. 
And now it's pretty much just me and Troy, but I still have that efficiency in there to the point of, you know, sometimes I'll see, oh, you folded the napkin just right. Or, and then the rules girl will show up. You did it wrong as you're working in the kitchen. You could have been more efficient in that way. That inner critic, and it's, it's not healthy for me to try and be as efficient as possible. That served its purpose, but now I'm all about savoring and being present and enjoying, you know, and that efficiency then gave me the time to savor and be present and enjoy after all the peanut butter and sandwiches were done, you know, and after all the dishes were taken care of, but it bought me that time. I just don't need it now, but it's like that part of me, that inner critic doesn't know that she doesn't want to let go yet. And now that we have the opportunity to be super efficient, she wants to be as efficient as possible. Mm -hmm. And we don't need that anymore. So interesting about your blinds. What are you going to do with that? I, well, it's funny because now I'm going, well, even when I was putting up Christmas, Christmas decorations, I changed up how I normally do it. And yeah. I had an argument with myself uh-huh. on saying that it was okay to do that. It's okay. It doesn't have to be the same every single year. It, uh-huh. Yeah. Because it is the efficiency thing. And as you were talking about that, Beth, I didn't think about efficiency, but that is really what it's about. You know, oh, I take my picture. So I know exactly where to place things and that way it's quick and I'm done by, it only takes me X amount of time, you know, to do this. And this year it took me way longer because I wanted to like change things up a bit. And boy, she had a hard time with that. (laughs) Well, because don't, I mean, what I see in the inner critic, that's all about the rules and the efficiency is perfection. That if it's not perfect, it's wrong. And so it's like another facet of our perfectionista. You know, Mm -hmm. she's like, if you can't be perfect at it, just don't even bother. Leave all those blinds closed because you totally did it wrong. (laughs) No light for you today. Or no Christmas decorations or whatever it is. It's just fascinating. Mm-hmm. What do you do? What do you do, Jen, with your inner critic who comes up after the fact? You did it wrong. How do you work through her? Work with her? I can tell you how I work through mine a little bit, but what do um, you do? I have to talk her off the, the cliff edge a lot. Like, you know, basically say, you know, was there a right way and a wrong way to do it? Or was it just the way to do it? You know, like what, why do you think this was wrong? And a lot of it is because she, she feels so insecure about being perceived a certain way. Yes. You know, or or it would have been more efficient or it would have been more intelligent to say it this way or to do it this better if would have looked better or, you know, yeah, but Yeah. And that goes back to the not good enough, right? Mm -hmm. Which goes kind of back to perfectionist, but the not good enough. And so a lot of times what we need with that part of ourselves is to just from our centered self to counsel. Remember, Mm -hmm. we are eternal beings. We are daughters of a creator. We are loved and we are perfect right on the path we're on. We're going exactly where we need to go at just the right speed things. Nothing's gone wrong here. We're all good. And that, I mean, just even saying that my whole body goes, Oh, yeah. I'll, I'll, 
I, I do a similar thing like that. Like I'll ask her like, well, why, why do you think it was that way? You know, why yeah. do you think it wasn't good enough? Why, you know, and a lot of times it's just voicing her opinion and, and just letting her, you know, have those feelings and validate it. But I sometimes I get really tired of having to do that with her. <laughs> well, and I notice too, if I'm too tired, too hungry or too isolated, my inner critic will be a lot noisier. You know, and so I, sometimes I need to go out for a walk or I need to eat something or I need to call a friend and just talk to somebody because that's really what the need is. It's just, um, I was listening to training this morning, this week with Jody Moore, and she was talking about a part of our brain that just makes up trouble to make up trouble. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> and, and that's kind of what happens if I get too tired, too lonely or too hungry there's a part of my brain that just makes up trouble to make up trouble. Yeah. Like, remember so when this happened and right. yeah, like it just brings remember, it all up. Yeah. So making yeah. sure that I am rested and that I am fed and that I have had the, my needs met, my personal needs met makes a huge mm-hmm. difference. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. Well, I think it's, I think it's so important to remember that, that it is a part of us, you know, and that it is, it's not, it's not abnormal. There's nothing wrong with us for having those thoughts. But I was just thinking about like my children in raising my children. Yes, I wanted them to do things a certain way. And then it took me back to my childhood and my mom teaching me how to clean the bathroom, right? Do it right. You know, here are the steps, do it right. And there are so many things in my path that have been like, must do it this way in order to do it the right way. Uh And so for me, it's thinking about, well, is there a right or is there a wrong? Or is it just like Jen said, do I just need to get it done? You know? And how freeing is that to just be like, I just got to get it done. Then yeah, doesn't matter. Just needs to happen. Let's put some happy music on and get her done. You know? Yeah. But I think oftentimes because we have, when we've systematized things in our brains, which we're breaking out of a system, right? We're, we're breaking out of a neural pathway that is in our brain that says from this point A to point B, this is how you do it. You know, we're on autopilot, which there are so many things that it's great to be on autopilot for, but there are other things that, you know, if we break that pattern, it's going to remind us, oh, wait, this is wrong. And we just have to realize that that's, it's not that it's wrong. It's just different Yeah, and not take it and not take it personally. Right. You know, like driving, driving somewhere that we drive all the time, you know, so I don't have to think about, oh, I need to take this exit, you know, to get to Costco. I just do it. Right. And there's times you get to Costco, I get to Costco and I'm like, oh, I don't even remember taking that turn and that turn because right. You're just on autopilot. Right. But if I took a different turn, then my brain would actually have to turn on because it broke that pattern, right? Yeah. Well, and scientists have shown that it's actually much better for your brain to go all different kinds of ways because you get the sharpness back that way. Our brains will get lazy if we're always on the same neural pathways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It really is good for brain health. Not wrong, just different, right? I love that. Just different. Yeah. I love that. 
All right. Well, this is what I tell my inner critic. I wrote it down because I just, it's such, such a happy thing for me. I tell her, we are loved. I am loved. A lot of times I'll say, look at all the different people in the world, like your Christmas cards, you know, or um, people who remember your birthday, your Facebook wishes. Look at all the different people who love us. We're loved. We're safe. If I don't feel loved at that moment, I'll say, I have been loved in the past. Remember this and this and this. I have been loved in the past. I will be loved again. And I'm enough just the way I am. Nothing's gone wrong here. I am me. I bring that unique light to the world. And there are things, and this, I, this is so important to me. I don't know if it's important to others, but there are things that only I can bring to the world by being me. And so that is very comforting to my inner critics. I am welcomed. I am wanted. I am deeply loved. I'm enough. And every, all of my parts are like, oh, thank you. You're right. Yeah. You know, and they feel better. And my rules girl might be a little more well willing to do it differently because she remembers we're still loved. It's just different. Yeah. So true. I love that. Yeah, yeah, I am welcomed, wanted, and deeply loved. It's one of my very favorite phrases to use for my parts because it's all truth. Every single, every single person on the earth is deeply loved by somebody, you know? And so when you bring that to yourself, it makes all the difference. All right, let's talk just for a couple minutes about how to be confident in connection. One last time, we just talked about our rules girl and or Rhonda, or look at me, Lucy, or read of the rebel or all of those different parts. But bottom line is when we're out in a, a situation that is different and our inner critics come up, how can we remain confident? What do you do? Breathe first. <laughs> I got to break that pattern of thinking. I just breathe I just first. Have to- I yep. just have to take a, a deep breath, you know, and yeah. Um, one of the that. coaches I follow, her name is Lynn Colston. And she says, that's her, that's her key thing is practice the pause. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she'll mm-hmm. inhale deeply and exhale deeply. Just practice the pause, breathe first. And for me, you know, I get the pause and breathing too, but a lot of it is just being able to say, oh, there you are. You know, the awareness that they're there instead of thinking you're just running away with your, you know, you're reactive and you're just running away with the emotion or whatever you're feeling. You can, with that pause and breathing, say, oh, well, there you are. Not good enough. Showing up again. Here we go. You know, and so you Hello, have not bit- good enough. How yeah. are you today? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, so a lot of times for me, it's just being aware that they're there. So now I'm aware that there's a possibility I may not um, like react or come from my highest possible place and self and how I, how I would want to show up. I may be coming at you with fear or with, with less than. So I, yeah, just being aware that that's a possibility that your emotional state has become is a big one for me. Yeah. And I, I love the, the welcoming of the part. Oh, there you are. There you are. <laughs> because I know you're there. Could you yeah. show up at a different time? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. And they're valid. And that's those, all of our parts are okay. There are no bad parts, right? 
It's just who we are. Um, One of the things that helps me too, is to focus on the other person. Mm -hmm. Because so often when my inner self, when, when I'm all inside of myself, that's when I get all tied up, it kind of gets stagnant in there. But if I focus outward and think, oh, I, that's, that's a cool shirt that they have on, or I wonder what their morning was like, or just be curious about the other person. Be the observer. Mm-hmm. Be the observer. I love that. Yeah. A lot of times if I'm in a situation where it does get a little like heated or, you know, it's like, there's a lot of emotions flying around. I don't engage because I, I don't feel safe enough to engage. So uh-huh. I just observe be the observer. I think it's t- oftentimes we have the opportunity to even ask the other person a question about them. And it, it oftentimes will diffuse that information. You know, maybe, maybe somebody's upset that, you know, they didn't get a party invite, you know, and their feelings are hurt and they're upset and they're coming, you know, at you or they usually it's not directly to you. It's to somebody else that tells somebody else that, yeah. but just being able to have that opportunity to, to just ask them, you know, more information so you can find out more. Gosh, I did put that in the mail. I'm so sorry that you didn't get that. Oh my gosh. Ah, you know, just, yeah. Tell me, tell me what's going on. I, I feel like a disconnect right now. What's going on with you right now? Yeah. Yeah. And why is that? You know, why, 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 why asking well, why? when we're helping them, we feel more confident in ourselves and that really helps. That makes a big difference. All right. Famous parting words. We are important. We are good enough exactly as we are. Come into your centered self. Remember your creator. Touch base. Use that connection. Any other famous parting words you want to add? No. Then we're going to launch right into what's coming up. So we had this amazing tapping workshop on Saturday. We currently have, um, what do I want to say? It's a, a poll on the Facebook page because we're planning next year's jumpstart workshops. And in the next couple of weeks, all of next year will be pretty well decided and we'll have our plan. So if you haven't responded to the poll on the 50, 50 girl club, it's pinned to the top of the page please respond. Tell us what you'd like to see. It's as easy as just clicking a box. What would you like to be? And if there's something that you want to hear that's not on there, feel free to write it in. We're all about the write-in vote, you know? So next month on the first Saturday, we're going to have a Jumpstart workshop. Do we know what it is yet? Not yet, but we will in the next week. And by the next time we visit, we'll be able to tell you. Other things that are happening. Jason, you want to tell us about book club? Yeah, so book club, we finished our sacred rest and what a great book. Well, oh my gosh. Yeah, I will continue to revisit that one often. Um, We are moving into the power of Ted and it's not a very long book, but I understand it's super, super powerful. So I'm expecting those discussions to be 
just amazing. So looking forward to that this week. And we'll do that. We'll probably take the, I, I don't know if we'll take any time off this month. We'll have to see. Um, how to see how it falls. I know the holidays are all on the weekends, so it may not bother your Wednesdays at all. Yeah. Yeah. We'll just have to see how the group feels. We'll keep you guys informed if there's any changes. Otherwise just plan on, on coming and joining us. It doesn't matter if you have the book or not, just, just so you know, it doesn't matter if you have the book or not. If you want to just join us and listen to the discussion, if, if, if you're introverted and you're uncomfortable, you don't have to share your picture, just come and listen yeah. because you will gain so much insight and then guaranteed there will come a point where you're going to click on that video and you're going to be like, yeah, I'm comfortable now sharing my yeah, video. I can join you. It's okay. okay. Yeah. But just, just come and join. Yeah. I love it. Well, the other thing we have going this week is we have our guided mastermind, our Monday um, for the girls that are in the Monday mastermind, we meet tonight at seven. Um, our masterminds are really special. JC, do you want to talk a little bit, just a little bit more about what masterminds are so people can know a little bit about what a guided mastermind looks like? So a guided mastermind is the ability to have a subject that we, that we discuss and we're doing it every two weeks. But in between those times, it's a time to connect with other people that are in the mastermind. And the things that we're working on for whether it's self-improvement, whether it's a relationship issue, whatever it is, we all have things, whether it's building our business and maybe some type of ideas and getting over a stuck point there. But masterminds are the opportunity to come together with like-minded people who all bring different experiences to the group and we we share and we're actually in that group and learning how to coach one another in a way that's beneficial and learning how to um to be open and to share and to be vulnerable and to learn and grow and we need each other ladies we need each other we yes. we can't isolation sucks and we all know it from 2020 yeah and this is a great way to come out of it and to really, really ignite what is inside you for whatever purpose you're looking to ignite. Yeah. Our mass, I just love the Monday night master mastermind. The group is just so fun and so powerful. When you put a group of women together like that, it's amazing the power that we have as a unit. Yeah, it's great. And that was on special when we did U Week back in September, we have that come that opportunity coming up again in March. So we're just going to get started on, I think we're going to rebrand it, but it was you week might turn into hero week, right? We'll see how Mm -hmm. that goes, but masterminds, the, the enrollment opening will be coming up again. So if it's something that you're interested in, you let us know. Uh, Next thing after this week, next Tuesday, we have coaching clear and those happen twice a month too. So we have first and third Mondays. And then we have second and fourth Tuesdays that we get together for these coaching clear sessions. Coaching clears um, are just what it says. We take a short period of time at the beginning and we do some coaching. It's a Zoom meeting, again, that you can be as incognito as you want. It's not a real big participatory thing. We don't do a lot of group coaching. The, The coach that's in charge will lead the group and teach a principal. 
And then after we're done with that principle and have answered any questions that might be there, then we take a few minutes and we do some energy clearing and we clear emotional baggage for the whole group. And the power of the group, that group energy is really something. So when we're together, everyone benefits. It's a very powerful experience. And we just use basic energy techniques to clear those. When that's done, we let people have a few minutes to write down their experiences, and then we help set goals for the next two weeks. So they come in and they coach and they clear and they leave with something new to work on for the next couple of weeks, get their questions answered. That too is a really great group to be in. And those are open. Go ahead. What I like about it is if you're also in the mastermind, you can then use the coaching clear with something that you're working on for those two weeks with your mastermind. So you're actually getting almost like a double whammy with it. Yeah. That's what I like about it. Well, and when you enroll in a mastermind group, you automatically get coaching clear sessions as part of your package. So it's just a really great program. So those Mm -hmm. are coming up. And then of course there will be Christmas, which is such a happy thing. And we'll be back next week with another creator-based weekly to talk about a new topic. So until then, sage words of advice, be kind to yourself. You have to live with yourself for a long, long time. Be nice. So true. (laughs) So until next week, yeah, y'all take care and we'll talk to you very soon. Bye. Bye. Hey, thanks for joining us today in A Creator-Based Life. I hope you felt that compassion, mindfulness, and hope you came seeking today. You can find more of it at cmhcoaching.com or on Linktree slash cmhcoaching. Of course, any social media outlet, we're there too. Because you felt the benefit and light in this message, please invite those you care deeply about to join us. Help us to create a ripple effect across the globe of compassion, mindfulness, and hope. Then we can create a creator-based life together. Have a great week, y'all. We'll talk to you soon. Cause what I think about I bring